and you are listening to issue 19 of Seminar, and this is the commentary. Hello, guys. This is Marcus Beatty, your loving director. And well, you can go ahead and introduce me if you want. I am with Catherine Pride. The former queen <laughs> of uh, seminar, and, and I'm taking like the prior, the primary seat in this whole thing, so it's it's scaring me for 19 because I actually did both shows in this. All Cat did was the instructor, and they're horrible. I mean, listen to them. They're you know what, Margaret? I will get out the house. <laughs> If I have to, the hounds that I neither confirm nor deny these. Uh, uh, so. <laughs> uh, we get the loving voice of the students here in the beginning. Oh, I just love the fact that it's Jeffrey at the beginning. Yes. And he has this way whenever he does the student lines to sound like Jeffrey, but like with too much coffee. Because <laughs> he was like. He always likes to seem very animated. Yes. I'm moving to our first short, our first piece here, and this was hard, but I got the best lines in the world for it that were improv. They were the, most of the lines that I get in the beginning here were improv lines that were just fantastic. This is I know this was really hard for James to do. He was really nervous about it because he kept emailing me, going, oh, "I'm so scared. I don't know. I'm like, shut up and do the lines. I know you can be fine." <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have cast you. Your turn, <laughs> and he, he really did. I mean, James gave me the best improvs in the world. Yeah. I was drooling. Like, here we... He kept with, like, the one that's coming up with his mother. Complete improv. And I was listening to it, and I said, Oh, that wins. Chunk, straight in. <laughs> Practically selling me to the company. You know, it's been. It's, I'm gonna be honest. I told you this already, but I'm gonna tell everybody else. But I haven't listened to this episode since, like I, before I went on vacation. So Mark is gonna do most of the talking here because I can't remember half of what I listened to. Oh uh, well, I got. Well, this was rough on me because not the, the. I thought this first part was gonna be the easy part, and it turned out to be extremely hard. And you'll find out why I do. I mean, the, the, the worst part is the story is funny yet depressing at the same time. Yeah, oh, it's so, it's so bittersweet because it's just hilarious but and you're the, like, oh, that's, that's dark. I only get one character at the end, you know, who's yes. even in it for like half the show. The first, this first part is just great because it's a great interaction. And I take a pause from the talking, I go into like this drilling. And then he comes out and apologizes yeah. and I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it was... It was Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, but well, the worst part for me is pacing, because this show had such a slow pace to it that it had to take. Yeah. And the transitions killed me, too, but... <laughs> you did a really good job with it, though. And, and, okay, I have to tell you this. This is the funny thing. The first time I heard this, you did this. The first thought that went through my head was, oh my god, am I listening to a StarCraft radio play? Because if you like StarCraft, you can tell that the guy who plays the, um, what's his name, Abner? He sounds like the guy who runs, like, one of the cruisers or something on StarCraft. Like, if you click on him, he sounds like that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's Paul, so that's Paul the Bell. Entire, the whole first half of that, Enjoy I was like, I'm going to play StarCraft, aren't I? Where's Kerrigan? 
Oh, I know. That's what I was doing, too. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to sound so Starcraftish. And that's why I did some of the things I did. That's why I did the, the spark of the voice before they speak. Is because in Starcraft, you got that. Just before they spoke, you got, like, that static. And so I was like, oh, I have to put that in front instead of behind. And then he leaves him out there, and this is but just I, hilarious. I love those like deep sound effects because they echo in my brain. And it's fun. <laughs> shut up. <Marty. laughs> That's shut not up. all that's echoing in there. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. No comments about my wind whistling between my ears. Help me. Get somebody. Anybody. And then this was fun because I put Do us inside something. his suit. Which I think right was there. a great idea because I was going to mention that is that you went from outside to inside and it's, it's a very distinct change. It works very well. Yeah, it's like he's, he's yelling inside this thing and, and so it's and like I was like once he's outside he's not talking anymore. I have no reason to be in space. So I'm going to drift right inside his suit and I'm going to give the echo. And this took me forever to figure out the right distance to give the voice without ruining it. Uh, in the end, I chose a box of tissues. Oh, really? She's in a box of tissues. She's in a box of tissues. <laughs> <laughs> now I have this mental image of James Rossi in a box of tissues of her head. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a nightmare. Oh yeah, that 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 your brain because I, I when I'm sitting there doing I'm like going through. I mean, one thing I'll give it this. Nineteen taught me so much more about dealing with audition, and dealing with the lines that I'm getting and and what I'm grabbing. This is this this episode. Um, from what I remember in us talking about it though, it, considering it's the first time you'd had to assemble two stories. Um, and put them together, and, you know, the only thing I did was the instructor. You assembled them really quick, and they were really sound effects heavy, but you still did it really quick, and I could tell that you were getting more comfortable with using Audition, because I know you were nervous about it or something. Well, because I had no clue what I was doing when I started, literally. I was, like, just literally putting stuff together. Here's my transition piece, and this, and this, I knew I had to do something that made time pass. <laughs> and... <laughs> The best thing was, like, this ping in the middle of space, I remember, from, like, a 70s sci-fi movie. I was going to say, that is, like, from an episode of Outer Limits. Like, something is totally at, like, Night Gallery or some crap. It's like that little life signal that's just still out there in space. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, I forgot. I mean, new fan-dangled suits. With auto fuel insertion. Great. I can't New fan dangled. And I'm telling you, a lot of the, a lot of his stuff I took from his improvs because his improvs were beautiful. I mean, he just he does a great job with them. He has a he has he has fantastic comedic timing. That's what I gotta say about it. Is when it comes down to it, he sees the comedy in the line. Yes. And. I mean, I was, I'm one of those people where it's like, oh, right, <clears throat> the script right. is my guide, but I will break it if I have to. And he allowed me to break it a lot. There you go. And you are under the circumstance that you may be near death. He does this great voice here with this whole, pro, with, with this whole, like, um, instructor type thing, you know? It was like, oh man. You just picture being, like, in a seminar with him, literally, and seminar. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's. I'm self-referencing inside the uh, commentary now. This isn't good. Uh, uh, and and you're all right. Did, it's did a the crap. button on the right side <laughs> the back area of the suit. 
um, these commentaries will be as informative as possible, but they will tend to stray a lot. I yeah, warn well, people that's now. Because it's you and me. <laughs> Neither of us are extremely focused when it comes to conversation. Well, when I put these together, it's not. When I read the script initially, like right now, this week, I'll start prepping for the next show where I'll start pulling a few sound effects, a few song files I feel will work. <clears throat> but once I start putting the show together, I literally just put everything together as I'm going because that gives me a better flow and a better feel for how I'm handling it. And so when these shows are going together, it changes like from one moment to the next. Yeah. Because I'll literally go back and re-listen to a section and say, I hate that, let me go back and change it again. <clears throat> and I, I mean, what? I was going to say, I do have a question, though, because you were talking about you putting it all together. Okay. Do you actually, because um, I know, I think I mentioned it to you when I was, when I was quote, mentoring you, but I can't really say I did that, because it wasn't so much a mentor thing, so much as me going, you'll be fine, call me if you need me. And kicking me out the door. <laughs> I, I believe in um, learning through experience. Or failure. So you're, you're the kind of person who throws the kid into the deep end of the pole, aren't you? Um, actually, uh, funny story about that. <laughs> my mother did that to my little brother when he was, like, three. He kept thinking it was funny to throw water on my mom, so my mom knew I was in the pool and just kind of went, here, catch, and she threw my brother in the pool, and that's how we taught him how to swim. So she threw water, so she basically she threw him onto water. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a fair that's fight. how I plan on, plan on teaching my kids. <laughs> Which is why if, uh, CPS is smart, they will never give me children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's frightening. That's oh, that's yeah. imagery there. Let me see where we. I'm, I'm trying to remember where um, I'm at uh, in the yeah, story here now. And I totally forgot the question. Oh, I just heard the question I was supposed to be asking. What was the question you were supposed to be asking me? Before you started talking about failure. Hey, it wasn't um, my fault. It was yours. Well, my question was, is you mentioned that you mix as you go. Do you actually mix the dialogue all together and then add sound effects? Or are you like one of those people that does it all together at once? I'm, I, I mix the sound effects and the vocals together. Okay. And then I go back in and put the music in and oh, okay, right. do my adjustments that way. But I have to mix the sound effects with the vocal because they're as much a part of the character as everything else. Yes, yes. <clears throat> and so it's, it's for me, it's I'm become... With Seminar, I don't think I did it as much um, in the beginning. And then as I went on, I got into the habit of doing that because I was getting more for a feel for the show. But now, like, working with Avalon and remixing that, like, I'm realizing, wow, random musical interlude. <laughs> well, well, no, the reason I did that is, like, he's doing, like, the show, so oh, I did, like, the opening theme. Yeah. No, I just, I love that. Random music. And let's do the joke. People are not going to get that joke, but for me it's funny because, you know, the, I grew up on sh- uh, sitcoms of the 80s. That's okay. And they all had theme music. Yeah. And I give a laugh in here, too, for him, too, so it's kind of cool. Because I figure at this point he's crazy, so he's going to be hearing stuff like this in his head. Okay, so you were saying that when you started doing seminar. Yes, I used to mix things. I know we just keep getting so distracted. I blame this. I blame this show playing. Yeah, there's the canned laughter that he has in his head. Darn show, we could do a proper commentary, huh? What if this darn show being in the way of the commentary? We'd be fine. People aren't here to listen to this show anyway. All three of you. Uh, so it's me, Kat, and I'm thinking my mother, because I think that's about all the people that listen to the commentary right now. 
<clears throat> she I calls me up after it comes out and says, You suck! Click. Oh, I'm pretty much like Mrs. Scalzetti. She's like Jerry Scalzetti, Mom. You were horrible. Oh my god, you talk so much in that commentary. You're supposed to listen to the other show, the, the second one down. There's a second one? Exactly. They have the internet on computers now? Wait a minute. I don't have to prove anything to you. You're my hand. You're my hand. Why on earth would my self-worth want to kill me? No. <laughs> Let's not ask ourselves that question, James. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weird part, because I had to figure out, I want to separate all three voices. And he gave me them in separate files, too, which was, made it easy. And so, it was, it was, I, I was sitting there, and I, I did, okay, well, I can do the, the female off in his head a little bit, you know, with that airy sound. And then I was like, well, where am I going to put the second voice? I can't put airy voice two over here. So I said, yes. well, there has to be another, there has to be a speaker. He's gone insane, so now everything would be participating. And so I put the other voice in the speaker, and I put him on two sides, so that that way they're coming at him. <laughs> well, there you have it. Didn't think you could. <laughs> I think we should just end every Don't single seminar show with James like going, well, there you have it. The button's next to a whole bunch of other buttons. The button sounds were hard, too, because I had to figure out tons of different button sounds. And I wanted to be different and have tones and, oh, it was Stop fun to watch me do that. Me. Isn't it bad enough I'm stuck in this forsaken purgatory with only my And the best part is the company. movement sound that you hear when he's moving to grab the button. Yeah. That's the sound of a poncho. Like one of those, po- like those uh, ponchos you lay over yourself. <clears throat> I was like, it sounds like a space suit, sort of. You know, if if a space suit got, was going to get rain. <laughs> the rain's in space. It does rain in space. Forget those science people. They don't know what they're talking about. I was going to say, I think the physics of that would make my brain physically explode. See, you'll never be a science oh, teacher because you'll be telling all the kids, you know. Uh, oh, no, no, yeah, no. I'll be a theater teacher <laughs> so I can space. tell them that this kind of stuff is possible. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be a theater teacher going, of course no, it's possible. To it be could rain in space. Don't worry about the science. You're acting. You're in theater. You can't cross the street. No. I'm begging to be touched. I'm begging you. I mean, he did some the, the, the vocals. Considering he's doing all three of these different voices, he separated them and kept them consistent, which of course is the key to vocals. It was just great. Is there the key to what? You want to say that again, Marcus? Since you just failed at that word. <laughs> which is which is the the key, which I'm gonna stop there, and we'll pick it up next month, people. No, uh, we can't end the show in the middle. Yeah. And this is a long. This is a long episode of seminar. It is. It is. I will tell the audience right now that it is. According to my uh, computer, it is almost forty minutes long. It is yeah. Thirty-seven minutes long. You know what? The transitions Stop killed it. me on this. Yeah. And this was the first. This episode we've ever had for seminar. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Well, this is the first seminar on my new system, also. So it's like the weird part was, I wasn't listening to this like you hear it. I was listening to it like the computer played it, so at times I couldn't hear myself pushing stuff into the other channel, because it was playing differently until I got my settings straight. So it was like, I'm like going through, and I'm like, oh my god, none of this is working, until I listened to it in my headphones, and I said, oh, it was, oh, okay, now I'm not crazy anymore. Remind me to steal music from you when I have to do that a lot.
Actually, it's not. This. Um, I know, but it's so well. If none I, of this is a Starcraft fan show. I know who to. Attention, police! None of this is from anything you can take from me, and I have proof of that. Don't get me wrong. No, um, this is actually. Um, I, I picked. I, I pulled three tracks out of my. Um, let me see. It's Your arsenal. My dark. It's my. I have it right here. So let me see if I can reach over and grab it without sounding like a complete dork. And too late now because I mentioned it. Uh, came from my Dark Moods uh, <clears throat> collection, all three of the tracks, but <laughs> yeah, that laugh freaked me out. I'm, I'm like, I cut that into a ringtone for my phone, because uh, that laugh is that cool. That <laughs> was like me and my uh, Joker ringtone for the longest time. I had Adam Bill going, you're freaking psycho, to me for, for about three months. And this oh, was yeah, hard because I had to do like he's he's moving inside his suit and moving stuff yeah. around with his mouth because he doesn't want to use his hand. But then the creepy part comes up. <laughs> You're gonna have to kill us all. You're gonna have to kill us all. <laughs> and he does this click and this this cutting noise freaked me out too because it's gross. It is gross. Isn't it? I don't want to think about the implications there. And then I give that little right at the end. (laughs) Where it's the suit sealing the air inside. I want to die too. Yes, shut up. (laughs) I mean, this is classically funny, but still this is utterly depressing. I mean, it's like perfect black comedy. I mean, my God. I was like, like in the classic sense of the theater sense of the word. It is black comedy. It's so good. And we got our next transition into Doom. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think you should just transition again sometime, maybe in the future, and call it your transition into Doom. Like, I'll just write a script for seminar and put the words SFX, transition into Doom. <laughs> transition into Doom, God, yes. But like I said, the, the, this this show and the show coming up were all transition ones that were heavy because they moved, they changed scenes, and that's rough to do in audio because you have to pick something that matches the scene. This one was easy because I was able to use the same one over and over again, pretty much. <clears throat> I just made it longer as I went, so more time passed. Basically, <laughs> that was my idea. Arti- I, it was an artistic idea. I'm. I don't paint very well. I draw stick figures with mops. Uh, mops. Mops. Yes, I don't use brushes. No, 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 no. Anybody can use brushes. Come on. Too small. I I finger paint a lot with my son, so we finger paint. Uh, (laughs) It allows my stick figures to look alive. There you go. And this thing just turns tragic. The button. The button. Okay. The button. The button. The button, button. Who's got the button? Yeah, I know. So no, I was thinking all the I way through the this thing. No, no, button. no. I so I wanted to be able to use that song. I know. But if it was imaginary, if it was my fucking hand. I mentioned how much I love the show because I don't have to worry about the profanity on it. <laughs> That's a benefit. And, and the thing is, that wasn't originally part of the line. This I was know, another improv I line. And I was like, oh, thank God I can use that, because that works. Because at this point, that's what I'd be saying. Actually, be a lot worse words coming out of my mouth at that point. 
I'm trapped in space in a spacesuit that's keeping me alive. <laughs> yeah. There's something wrong with this. I don't like this picture. And then there's this old man voice, which is so cool. 103.49 years of grit. 103, man. It's a very Michael uh-huh. Shanks kind of voice for all of you Stargate fans out there. Seth! Um. <laughs> he does a great job with it. I know, it's just. It's, I was waiting for him to start singing Daisy at the end, though. Like, you know, it, it was a very uh, 2001 moment. And then we get the warning buzzer. Yes. What the form term? <laughs> and then I give the heart monitor of doom. <laughs> you and your things of doom. We gotta work on that with you, buddy. I like doom. Doom is good. And then the single tone moves it out, and I just. I loved killing him. I mean, no, no, James, I like you, man. You're cool, Excellent but... Students. It was fun to kill you. No, Marcus. I <laughs> <laughs> to worry about you, man. I, I, I enjoy that this show allows me to kill people, and I don't get any trouble for it. They actually enjoy it. <laughs> oh, God, that's me. That's you, yeah. I have no idea. I'm not sure how you got in. Uh, it's because I wrote myself I'm like an idiot. I think there should be laws against you being in this. I'm going to edit this out right now. Yeah, you're gone. Okay, you're you're well, Nick. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Less for me to do, considering how much I do do for Panda. Here we go. Romanticize the period? The reason why is because every one of the directors in this show... Or any any director for Pendant, pretty much, I have tried to turn into a character, or a student on seminar. There's a lot I haven't gotten to yet, but Come part on, of it is boy. that There's some of the ones I do have are very not, busy directors and are directing and sometimes writing as well. And yeah. so I decided just to go with three people, like like the three the three out of the three groups I had, I went with the three people I knew who could turn the lines the fastest. And yeah. Tom sits with <clears throat> me and Jeffrey because I'm there. Jeffrey's pretty Jeez, easy, and so is Tom. <laughs> Jeffrey, I don't think ever leaves his computer really. <clears throat> it says he does, but he doesn't. Now we're into the. And I, yeah, this is the Good Samaritan. I really yeah. like this story. It's a good story. Well, it's a great story. It's one I've heard in in several different forms. Yeah. I mean, you, you've heard it with like the the the, Gen- yeah. the, the, the Jennings boys. <laughs> when I sat there and had to cast it, I remember going, "I can't tell you who William is because it would give away things." Basically, because it would destroy the entire plot. Yeah, pretty much. But it's really cool. You need to audition. This and was I just hard. I cast, I cast Colin Kelly as William, didn't I? Yeah. That's, one of the, that's, the first, that's his first role I've ever cast him in, and I didn't ever go to his lines until... Until now. Show, until the show. Well, until a great cast. Oh, previously. <laughs> he does a lot of good stuff, though. I mean, he's he, great. He's awesome, too, because I met him at the picnic, and he's like one of my buddies now. I book him all the time. He hey, does, hey, Bill, what you doing? Nothing of importance? Great, neither am I. <laughs> He just turned in some fun lines for this, some really good takes. I was having a hard time picking stuff from Bill, because Bill was just on the ball every time. That's 
That's how I felt in 18 when he was playing Crackers. It was kind of impossible to pick a take because every single one of them was equally funny. It was, it, you know, and for me, it was like he was also in uh, back in 18 also. So it's like now he's, yeah, that's right. He was your he was in mine. He was he was the dog. He was Casey. Oh, oh you're, I'm sorry. God. He was. <laughs> Hey, hey, I've grown an ego since doing these, and it sits next to me. We're not allowed to have egos. <laughs> if Jeffrey finds it, he will I'm throw it in a cart in the mine and just, you know, send it, it down. <laughs> Speaking of which, by the desk in the mines here, there is a little thing marked alcohol in case of Jeffrey. I need a key to that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you know what? I forgot to make my spare for you, so uh, I'll have to find that. <gasps> just my luck. See, just my well, luck. See, now I have a nice new spiffy office down the hall. Since I'm now officially going to be the second person to create a show, Jeffrey gave me the new office next to his. <laughs> oh, you get, you get the one that's just above the mines. Yeah, but you don't want to know why? Because it's bigger and it has room for all of my equipment. Ah, like the hounds. Like the hounds. You, you, you no longer have to kennel them when you come down to the mines. Exactly, exactly. Ah. They, all, they all stay in my, at my desk with me. They, they lay under the desk. Well, I just lower it over you. <laughs> well, we already know you beat me, uh, so we found that out. Uh, <laughs> I'm referencing a TWIP episode now. Go back, listen, trust me. I did. Once again, Abner Sinera is doing an amazing job. Because every time I cast him in something, he does a good job. He really gets into the voices, too. I mean, he gets some great tones, some great volume to him. And his stuff comes in so clean, I don't really have to do a whole lot to get it into the show. There you go. And I like that feature because I'm naturally lazy. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, that's why we're directors. Although, what I find so funny, though, is that as directors, we have like the most amount of work, yet we're all the lazy ones. <laughs> we're always trying to find the shortcut. But it's just the month of, uh, of us booking our asses trying to catch up from our real procrastination two weeks before. Yeah, yeah, I'm staying just above. I'm staying just above the knife with Susan right now, so I'm keeping myself in. in uh, you have a Susan, and when I started working on seminar, the only person up on my butt was Jeffrey, and it didn't really help me because Jeffrey had plenty of other stuff to worry about. So for most of this show, I was always on my own, keeping up with my schedule. And he'd be like, "Not so bad. You're pretty far ahead." And I'd be like, "Well, that's nice, considering so you told me I'm late." <laughs> so are you? <clears throat> we should be actually talking about the show, and we're not. But right, sorry. I mean, be, being the thing is, I use transitions. I use stuff that fits some of the sequence. It's a really. And I like to. I use violins and guitars uh, with, with a western tone to them. You have a very good thing with atmosphere, and in this this whole episode of Seminar, you do a great job showing that, but especially, I really think in this one, I like the atmosphere in this good one, too. Morning. Yeah, th- I mean, th- this one was just, it was hard to do, because yeah, I, I had to take back everything I've ever said about every Western I liked, and go, oh my god, I hate these people now, because they invented this stuff. Uh, where, where's all my, because I can do sci-fi for days. Yeah. But I've only I, there's a there's a short list of westerns I've ever seen and ever liked. Most of them have John Wayne in them. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, figures can't be choosers. <laughs> and then I have the footprints of doom. Oh, here we go. How long have I? So we bring in William. Oh, few days now. Badly hurt. Hurt nothing. 
I was shot. If you don't mind my asking, I was what shot. That's never a good day. <laughs> I don't really remember. Being shot is never fun. Right. No. Don't kids. But it don't get shot. Good plot line. Here's here's and here's our moral message of the story. Kids okay. don't get shot. And and don't what let friends don't that? let friends, friends repel alone on spaceships. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, or at least untethered. Exactly. Uh, we have two morals. Friends, friends don't let friends get untethered. <laughs> get untethered. See, there you go. For now I do. Seminar. It's a moral story. We're like an after-school special for the insane. Well, considering this instructor spends most of the episode trying to create a moral out of each of these stories, it's my job is to sit there and write away for the for the instructor to go. I know more than you. And this is how I'm smarter than you. Basically, the instructor is Alex Trebek. Yes, and if only we could get Alex you know, Trebek like to play the instructor one year. I think I would die happy. I'm sure that I could email his agent, and they would ignore me. Um, and our family. That's why I'm very glad these most of these actors, well, as far as I know, none of them are actors have agents yet. Did you just rock out to your own music? Yes, I I love the weird part is man, I love that guitar that, that guitar right. setup and that is just like my favorite thing. I was sitting there going through all my guitars and my violin stuff and I'm like, there has to be something more Western. That really hit me and I was like, oh, I love it. I'm I liked and yes I do I did rock out to that. That was that's my air guitar of of fun, not of doom. Notice no doom in that one. No doom, no doom at the end of that one. That was fun. That's my fight. You don't have to concern yourself with it. All right, then. Once again, really good clear sound effects. Oh, I get shivers. I, always <laughs> I do. That, I that, so that was, it was about that. So and the weird part now? was it was assembling that jingle with a with a leather movement with a and leather noise, yeah. I mean that was the hard part. It was it was having to line all that stuff up, and I actually had to create like separate files. To put it in there, and it was I, I actually had to do build files, especially like with the gunfire. And then this was odd because they had them walking up, and I'm like, how'd they get there? Yeah. They just walk all the way out to the middle of nowhere in the west. So I, I said the transition's gonna be violins to horses running. And once again, I need a. Also, it gives me like a minor Firefly reference. So hundreds of people will listen. Very good reference. Because we all know and horses. <laughs> Oh, Firefly. I really like the casting in this, too, because the actors just... Because remember, I cast them based off of auditions, and then they took the roles and just ran with them. And I really like what they've all done with it. Like, I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, well, even with, I mean, like, the people just one or two lines, the the thugs, you know, that get shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did just some great stuff with it, man. Although a couple of them was like, you know, they should be in a mafioso type thing. And they got... I just love that whip. I was just excited to see was a gunfight, personally. <laughs> and then the worst part was I had to build this gunfight file with yeah. ricochets and the gunfire. So I had to build a separate file because then I had to bring it down to bring the voices in. I've done that for every time I've ever had a fight or something like that. It's, it's a pain, but it's always worth it when it pays off. Like, when you hear it, you're always like, oh, it's made of awesome. Yeah, because you got to keep the, keep the gunfight going on while they're talking. 
<laughs> yep. The best part was I love my hit sound because that worked out so well. It's so good. With them getting hit by because I had to give them getting hit by the bullet. You had to hear the hit. Yeah. That was my biggest thing. It was just Stop shooting. getting that hit in there. Where did that shot come from? I want to know who shot him. No. Well, well. No. There he is. <laughs> Be that guy over there. <laughs> That one? Is the one up on the hill? The scary one? Yeah, him. That's the one Then you follow... We, we follow one bullet. Which is pretty cool. And that's what I was shooting yeah, for. I was shooting for like that whole CSI moment. It was very cool. <laughs> oh, I was like, to... CSI meets Western meets Firefly. I like uh, this idea. I, I had to follow the bullet. Keep shooting. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part about that line, I love that, though. You killed I, that no, line I, sounded George Carlin-ish. It, it did, it very uh, much did. <laughs> but it was, I was almost waiting for him to be like, I got stuff for my stuff. Cool. <laughs> One of the things I really did like, though, about every time that somebody got shot, was you had this, the way that your, whichever gunshot effect you use, it see. sounds like you're literally following the bullet until it hits the person. Yeah, because cool. I did I did like oh, a, a, a flying piece and then the hook. Yeah. So that that way, I mean, because you, you had to be a part of the hit. Yeah, it was very good. And I love, the, I love my big cocking gun. It really makes gun. me want to steal you for yet another Shut show. Because <laughs> you're already directing this one. Too late. I know. No, that's fine. Sakes, Let him go. Now the best Just part is there was actually a line at the end of this sequence before the next transition I that I cut. Oh really? Yes, there was a line from William. Or your brat's life. Because they're going through this whole him, thing, and then instead of having the line, right I ended with neck. the with the sh with the gunfire. Because <laughs> you get two shots of gunfire, and then there was a line from William. But I'm like, I'd rather hang it because you put that line there, and it ruins it. And then he gets to hit there. Run! <clears throat> it's coming up here in the next sequence of them going after Wakeman again. I'm taking you with me. This is like a Shakespeare piece. He's, he's, he's bleeding to death. You know, and they're right here. Oh, yeah. I end with gunfire, but there was a line from William that would have gone in there, but I cut it because I was like, I'd and rather just end it and go into my bar. Yeah. I haven't seen him since. And I got the classic little That's saloon music. Yep. God. But it's the truth. Oh, come on. There's our bartender, Everyone Michael King. Wakeman, so why don't you just admit it? Because I didn't do it. Wait a minute. How long has that been there? The wanted poster? A couple of months now. I heard they finally got him. Why do you ask? Because that's William. I love Michael King. What he doesn't say? do anything that's small. William. He does a role and it just sounds <laughs> cool no matter what he does. And I'm like, how did you do that? What does that poster He's being in love with bartender roles it right now, too. Yes. They brought the music down. I just let Bonnie, the line feed out. Alias Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid. Very cool. And then I did this because this this guitar riff your almost Firefly ending. Well, it oh was was God. such a Firefly ending, but also from uh, Young Guns too. Um, <laughs> bon Jovi did a wonderful song, and that almost gets a hit to it also. So it like gives me. Two groups of people that are gonna Very love that good, that yeah. guitar riff at the end, and Very that's good. what I was shooting for. And that's the probably the longest show in seminar history. <laughs> Two.
two massive, massive shows. Yes. The midterms come and to and you got the assistant on this. Yeah, fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Strangely, the enough. funny the, the funny part was when I was sending off the lines for the next show we're going to do here in a few minutes. And takes although you guys will be a month behind us. Yeah, because um, once again, Marcus and I are doing two episodes at once because we're cool. Because like we because it's and it's easier. Really, yeah, let's really be is, honest. Because then we just do them all in a. Because then you do them twice. You, you do you do them once every two months, and you slam them out. Yeah. Although I won't have you on for twenty one. You won't. So, no, I won't. Uh, I'm going to be asking the person who wrote those two scripts to come on with me. Oh, and I'm, oh, 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 I'm going to rope her into because she wrote, cause she also wrote the first one in this one, and she will be in twenty one with two scripts, and so I'm going to bug her into doing it. Oh, I haven't told her yet. Okay, that was that was something I wanted to do, but I had never gotten a chance to. I yeah. was, if I had had an episode, like I would have loved to have gotten Mike Winters for a Detective, Detective Mac commentary. Never that would have been her. fantastic. Well, I think. Neither one of us would have been focused on the show. We would have been laughing. <laughs> I might have to bring him in then for. Ooh, see, I have another show with. Uh, well, I might have to do that with those two. See, you may not be on the next two. Well, the next after next one. Oh, forget it. That's too confusing. Cat will be on again, but this one and the next one she'll be on. Then she might be on for a couple. Uh, I might give her a break. Okay. Because I might I might bug some of the writers to come and uh, participate. Because remember, the whole reason you have seminars so I can get started on Avalon, and and we wouldn't want you to miss the Avalon launch day. Oh, that's not gonna happen because we don't have one yet. So See, look at that. Are, like it's gonna be oh nine. <laughs> oh, so it's right. so it's launching January oh nine. January oh nine. That's the We're word, sure. right? Oh, okay. Shut up, oh. <laughs> I'm trying right, to give guys. people a scoop here. Anyway, God. guys, that's the end of nineteen. Ignore the man behind the curtain, and uh, we'll catch you next month, yeah. Next month for Seminar 20. Woo! Yay, lucky you. Okay.